Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This episode of Fit News is sponsored by... Make wellness a priority in your life. Women's bodies face changes and fluctuations in hormones as they go through the cycle of menopause. Strong for Life offers an exercise program to help you invest in your future and health without crazy routines. We deliver the results you deserve from your time and effort. Go to strongforlifefitness.com to learn more. Now back to our show. Hello and welcome to Fit News. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I am so excited to have a special guest join me today. Erin Gehring from More Than Style is here with me. And Erin spent her entire career as a buyer for several specialty retailers before starting her own personal styling business. She has expertise in brand image, apparel production, garment construction, fabric, and fit, making her uniquely qualified to empower women with knowledge that encourages them in their personal style. The right outfit shifts your confidence. The best outfit enhances your personality. Clothing is so much more than style. Now, you might be wondering, what does fashion have to do with fitness and wellness? Well, I am a big believer that when you look good, you feel good. And that lends itself to more positive self-talk which then lends itself to more positive behaviors. So you're more likely to exercise. You're more likely to eat well. That's why fashion does play a role in our health because it has a role in how we're feeling day to day. So I read this really great quote, when clothes don't fit, there's nothing wrong with you. There's something wrong with the clothes. And I think, Aaron, that you might agree with that. Many midlife women would also agree with that quote because we're hitting midlife. Our bodies are changing. Our hormones have things going crazy. You know, we're walking into our closets and things that are in there, you know, might not fit the way that they used to fit. Um, or the way that we want them to fit. So I know that you are going to share some keys to dressing well um, that are, you know, going to help us feel good in our clothing. A hundred percent. I think that this like dressing well for your body is another form of self-care. So I certainly am sure that your audience in this community is, you know, into the self-care, but knowing how to dress well so that you feel confident um, and the way you show up is, it's more about you than it is anybody else. So once you figure it out, I think um, it's really good for you. Right. Right. And um, we're not talking about, you know, putting on that ball gown every day. It's, it's not about getting dressy, dressy, you know, and all gussied up every day, but you know, it's about the way in which you project yourself and you present yourself. And I talk a lot of times with my clients about feeling good. Like a lot of clients will say they want to feel comfortable, but I want you to feel comfortable emotionally, not physically. And there's a difference. So I, my goal is to help them feel 
emotionally comfortable in their clothing. Um, so I did want to share with you and your, your community here, um, some just some three simple tips to dressing well for your body um, or for yourself. And I think there's three keys really of self-knowledge that you should have to, to do that. There's, it's complex. Obviously, fashion is complex, but it doesn't need to be so hard if you can narrow in a little bit. So the first, um, the first thing that I teach clients is um, knowing their body shape. So a lot of women have heard uh, references to being pear-shaped or apple-shaped or um, I don't use, uh, I don't use fruit as, an, as my <laughs> guiding principle. I use basic geometry. Um, I don't know. No fruit, I, there's no vegetables. <laughs> yeah, you, you can stick to the fruit, I'll, but I'll I'm going to stick to vegetables. You handle the geometry. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so there's five key shapes to, um, you know, that any woman has, uh, there are, there are inverted triangle, triangle, rectangle, circle, and hourglass. The really, you can, I have a simple worksheet I sent to you. I think you yes. could share it in this, in this community if you want, but the worksheet will walk you through how to take the measurements and the questions to ask to figure out your specific shape. A lot of times I find that women think they're one thing and they're something else. Um, and knowing that is like kind of the knowledge to help you choose the right things for your body. The measurement that's on that I ask for that isn't typically asked for on most like, um, I don't know if you do online shopping and things like that is your shoulder measurement. So the actual width across your, around your shoulders, I have the measuring tape, but it's the width around the top of your shoulders. That's kind of the key the uh, one missing element, I guess, to help you figure out your shape. Um, and generally, you're trying to balance out your widest part and your narrowest part and create waist shape. So body shape is key. And then your proportion, knowing how really proportion, when I talk about proportion, I mean your length of your torso relative to the length of your legs. A lot of women, um, really, it's that torso length that kind of um, shifts the way clothes look on you. So if you're short-waisted or longer longer torso, longer-waisted, it changes the way things look on your body. So when you know those those two things, you can choose products or choose items that fit your shape. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and knowing your torso is really about, I have a, I guess I'm going to stand up, but um, you can kind of, if you stack your hands on top of your, on top of each other, right under your bust, you and you and pay attention to where your belly button is. If your belly button is below your bottom hand, you have a long torso. If it's kind of right in the middle, you're average. And if it's up by your um, top hand, you're more short on the shorter, uh, short waisted side. Oh, okay. And then another key when, when you figured all those things out, what you're really also going to pay attention to in your outfit is the lines you're creating across your body, specifically horizontal lines. We all know horizontal lines add width. And most of us think about horizontal lines within stripes, you know, obviously a horizontal shirt, horizontal striped shirt um, can add width, but more so than stripes, it's actually other elements of your, um, of your garment, like where the sleeves hit you on, like a short sleeve, if it hits you at the widest part of your 
chest, if that makes sense. Like if you're wide across your chest and you're you're wearing a short sleeve shirt that goes right in line with that, you're adding so much width to your body up here. It's not as flattering, if that makes sense. Um, And it can be also like the uh, where the hem hits you on your shirt, if it's hitting you at the widest part of your hip. That's another um, another way you add width to your body that is it, it, it just doesn't it's not flattering, if that makes sense. Right. So simple solutions to that is like, you know, giving a little a little tuck, a half tuck, a side tuck, um, ways to just break up that line. Right. If it's hitting you, if your shirt or your top is hitting you right at your whitest hip. Okay. Am I making sense? Yes. Yes. And then are we also talking about so like sleeve length in terms of like three quarters sleeve or um, what do they call like a cap sleeve or, you know, I mean, I've seen coming back shoulder pads and some things, you know, any of all of those are also all of those things create a proportion or a look. So a shoulder pad is a great example of a trend that you could try (laughs) if you Particularly though, if you are um, more of a triangle shape, so your shoulders are narrower than your hips, then a shoulder pad will add a little bit of width to your top and balance out your hips. So shoulder shoulder pads on someone like me, I'm actually an inverted triangle. So I'm really, I have wide shoulders and narrow hips. I, I like a shoulder pad, I'll be honest. But if I do that, I'm probably going to balance out my bottom half with something that's fuller on the bottom. So like a pleated trouser is another trend or something that has like a wider leg shape will balance out my, uh, my shape. Okay. So yes. And sleeves are a good example. Cap sleeves are usually a little more flattering for most people, or when you're looking at short sleeves, if they have a pitch. So by a pitch, I mean that they kind of, pick up on the outside of the arm and like uh, an angle in angles, angled lines are usually good. They're usually more flattering, but it's wherever you're creating like a horizontal line, you can break it up yourself or it might just be the wrong garment. (laughs) Don't wear that. (laughs) All right. Um, What else um, is a good idea for ladies to pay attention to? The only other thing that I think is um, really important is like what they call the rule of thirds. Um, But this is the idea that you never want to cut your body in half. So I kind of touched on it when I talked about, you know, a shirt, a top that hits you right at your widest hip, especially if you're pretty equal in terms of in terms of torso and leg length, you're going to it's going to cut your body in half. So you always want to look at yourself in the mirror and see if you are any part of your, um, your outfit is cutting you in half. That's not usually a typical, uh, it's not, it's not flat. It's not flattering. So they call it the rule of thirds because you want to be two thirds legs or two thirds top half, if that makes sense. Right now, I think that more of the trend is towards being two thirds legs. That's why all the rises on our, on our jeans and on bottoms have gone up. Everything's a hot mid rise or high rise. Um, so it's more, I think you want to be a little bit leggier. So two thirds legs and a third of your, um, a third of your outfit is the top part. If that makes sense. Yes. But, um, 
you know, you definitely doesn't always work for everybody. So you can flip it the other way and wear like a longer tunic top and a slimmer leg. That's also very flattering, but it should be, you know, past your hip, past your butt in terms of your top. All right. You know, you, you also see a lot of, you know, the longer sweaters. Um, so what would those be ideal to wear with, with those? If you, if you want to wear one of those longer sweaters, what's the best way to style those? I think I, I still think a longer sweater you'll wear with a, a skinnier leg. So I would still, you know, especially if you're average height, I would still wear a longer sweater with like a skinnier, like a legging, like an actual legging or a narrower leg shaped jean or pant. Um, you know, I'm kind of, you know, everybody's like our skinny jeans over. I think that <laughs> jeggings are kind of like over, but like a straighter leg, a narrow leg with a long tunic top still looks fantastic. Um, or and in there, I don't think leggings in and in and of themselves, like a black legging or a Spanx legging is ever really going to go out. I can't imagine, but maybe. Um, so, but definitely if you're wearing longer, keep it slimmer on the bottom. Some people, if they're super tall, could pull off like a, like a flare leg, something that with a longer top, they could pull off something that's narrow through the thigh to the knee and then um, might, you know, kick out a little bit. But it, that doesn't, that proportion doesn't work for everybody. What are some classic or timeless fashions that you would say that work for, you know, pretty much everyone, like a white t-shirt or, you know, what are some things that, you know, some key items that we could make sure we have in our closets yeah. that work for most body types? So I definitely believe uh, in what I call essentials. There's like the foundations to building a good wardrobe. And you mentioned a white t-shirt. So honestly, white, white or black t-shirts in just about any, um, any type of fabric or material. Like, I don't think you can have too many of them. So <laughs> I know I, um, have, I have quite a collection of white shirts. <laughs> essentials in your wardrobe that provide a, a kind of a foundation are really important. Um, for me, definitely a variety of t-shirts. So I personally agree, can't have too many white t-shirts, um, white or black, or even other, um, I kind of consider other neutrals to be like, uh, like makeup, makeup shades in a way, I think for like our good neutrals. I love a white classic white shirt. It's actually kind of having a, like a white collared shirt, you know, um, that I think never goes out of style for jeans, bottoms that you should have a good dark wash jean. So something with a nice rich color. Um, and it could be any fit right now, anything kind of goes in bottoms. So a fit that flatters you a medium wash, something that has a, is a little bit lighter in shade. Um, is a good option to have medium washes right now from a trend perspective seem to be where, where more of the retailers, like what more of the assortments are. Um, and then a good black jean or pant. It could be a pant if that's more your speed, but I love a good black jean. Um, and then I would say white is an option, but not, not a necessary, not necessary for everybody, but a good lighter colored bottom is a nice option as well. Um, with those four, you can pretty much mix a lot of different products, like outfit. You can make a lot of different outfits. 
Right. Yeah. It's like granimals, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You really, yeah. We, ha- we all have a lot of clothes, but probably wear a very, very small portion of them. So right. you don't need as much as you think. That That is so true. What is, what is one thing, what is your favorite trend that, um, that has ever been around? What's, what's your favorite trend? Favorite trend of ever. Um, gosh, that's it's really so hard. So popular. <laughs> I mean, it's you can go still- warmers because I still have a pair. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could pick a favorite ever. Um, I love a good jeans or bottoms trend um, mm-hmm. for me. And that's really what's happening right now. If you think about you know, the generations like where, you know, from eighties to nineties to early two thousands to, you know, there, every generation is marked by kind of a proportion or a shape. I mean, you know, I, you know, if you think the seventies, the bell block bottom, you know, you know, there's all kinds of, there's a proportion or a shape that marks a kind of a decade and right now, I feel like we're in a shift in proportion that's happening that's going to mark this decade. What about um, your least favorite trend? Least favorite trends. Uh, well, I'll be honest. I think some of the tops and dress trends can get real weird. So, I mean, everybody talked about the prairie dresses that happened this summer that nobody liked. Um, they were everywhere. So I definitely think uh, even like right now, there's a lot of pops with like the square necklines and the puff sleeves. And they're kind of um, at one time, I even saw a trend report that called them like the um, the milkmaid or something like trend. And I'm like, nobody wants that. So every yeah. house on the prairie. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, every now and then you get a trend that just everybody, you know, we all in the industry, everybody gets the same trend reports. And then you jump on, sometimes everybody jumps on the same thing. And, you know, the consumer doesn't like it. And that was obvious with like the prairie dress trend this summer. <laughs> Great. What is one piece of advice then you have for women when they walk into their closet? And, it, you know, I mean, you and I have talked about um, when you look good, you feel good, that whole So what do you say to the woman that walks into her closet and she doesn't feel good when she walks into her closet? What, what's a piece? I think that one, I would say, you know, hopefully it's organized. If you're walking into a messy closet, nobody's going to feel good. I don't think so. But if you feel like you have, there's you, if you don't have clothes in your closet that you, that you love, like I firmly believe that you should love everything that you wear um, that makes you feel the way you want to, you know, feel. Um, so if you, I would go, if you can't find that one thing that you love, you really got to ask yourself why and probably do a little bit of research on how do you want to feel and what would, what, uh, items would help you feel that way. But I would, you know, my, my advice is, Find the thing that you really love, assuming there's something in your closet that you really love that makes you feel the way you want to feel. And then ask yourself why, like, why do I love this so much? Maybe it's the color. Maybe it's the way the neckline looks around your face. Maybe, you know, there could be any number of reasons why you feel really good about something. But when you start asking why, then you can start to narrow in um, 
as you're shopping for clothes on more things that do what that thing does for you. Right. Right. That makes sense. And sometimes I find that with my clients that they know they, what they feel good in, but they don't always know why. So I work with them to help them identify the why. And a lot of times it's a proportion that looks best on their body. And then they know like, oh, I can go look realize at why they were liking or why they felt so good in it. And then once you point that out, then they can then go and buy more things that are similar to that and feel good in everything that's in their closet. Yes, exactly. That is, that's the goal. Yes. Perfect. So it's, an, it's empowering. <laughs> yes. Well, and that's just it. And that, you know, and that's, you know, exactly what we're talking about and how, the fashion or, you know, whatever you want to call it, the clothing, whatever, how it plays a role in your day-to-day mood. And, you know, it makes a big difference. Yes, it sure does. Yeah. It makes a difference yeah. in how you carry yourself and how you project yourself. And that's important. I mean, I think we talked about this before too, body language. So like one of the things that I, um, you know, like when, when you meet somebody, your first impression is 80% nonverbal. Um, and so that nonverbal is mostly through body language, but a portion of, you know, how you, it's a portion of it is how you, is your clothing, but how you feel in your clothing affects your body language. Um, so, you know, a first impression is, you know, it's, it, it's from that perspective, it's also really important to feel good about your, what you're wearing and feel good in your clothes. Right. Um, Aaron, where can my ladies find you and um, more information on you? And I know that you have a holiday special as well. Uh, yeah. Yes. So um, my business is More Than Style. You can find me at on Facebook at More Than Style LLC. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, the same handle, More Than Style LLC. Um, And then in terms of uh, this holiday season, I know a lot of women are getting ready for events uh, and parties amongst doing all the other things that they're managing (laughs) on top of real life and shopping and wrapping and baking and all the things. Um, I'm offering mini styling sessions to help them, you know, help narrow in or nail down that uh, that outfit that's perfect for your event Um, so they can, you know, reach out to me for more details on that. Um, but it would be a combination of working from your own closet or buying, I'll help you shop for new. Um, so a mini styling session uh, to nail your holiday looks. Um, and additionally, I'm also offering free ask me anything. So if you already kind of know, the, like, you know, maybe it's a holiday party, it could be anything, but if you already kind of know what you want to wear, uh, but you're just not sure about the shoe and if the sh- this shoe or that shoe, um, I would offer, I'm offering free, ask me anything. So um, yeah, check out, you can check out my Facebook and then contact me through there. Okay, great. Well, Erin, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate you coming on and sharing all your knowledge with us today. Uh, thank you so much, Jen. I love, I love fit news. It's really good. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong, healthy, and happy. A special thank you to our producer, Noah Martin, and Retrospection Multimedia. Tune in to the Fit News Podcast every Monday to get your tips for living your best midlife. These episodes are live-streamed weekly in our Facebook group. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to Fit News Podcast for your weekly health advice. To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.